0: Welcome to IA Financial Group's In Your Interest podcast, where we aim to share with you the essentials of economic news and its impact on your finances. My name is Ashley, and this week we discuss the challenges of the job market, demographics, and the many effects and pressures on the school system. As always, I'm joined by Sébastien McMahon, Chief Strategist and Senior Economist at IA Financial Group. Hi, Sébastien. Hello, Ashley. So it's nice to have you behind the microphone again. So, Sebastien, it seems to me that young people are working a lot more today than in the past, or at least more than when I was a teenager myself— is it the mom and me who's more sensitive to the phenomenon or do the numbers prove me right?
1: Now, the kids working, or at least the young folks working, and we can define young folks here by, let's say, 16 and uh, under, mm-hmm. uh, they're way more represented in the labor market. And uh, what we're going to cover here is a typical case of, you know, how uh, moving parts in the economy influence one another. So mm-hmm. the aging of the population means that now we have to... To rely more on younger and younger uh, employees to get the economy uh, working. And it's something that we've been seeing come for. For decades now, when I was a young economist at the Ministry of Finance at the province of Quebec in the early 2000s, we knew this was coming. We knew we had important changes to the labor market that would result from the aging of the population to the public pension system. Well, now we have both feet in it. So mm-hmm. here I'll be quoting stats from the province of Quebec and Canada just to illustrate the point. The government decided in the province of Quebec recently to put some laws in place To frame the problem correctly and make sure that we don't put too much pressure on the school system. And the reason that why they had to do that was that the province of Quebec, the population aged 15 plus, increased by 22% 22% since 2000. Mm-hmm. So since the, between 2000 and 2023, 22% uh, larger population in working age, so 15 years plus. But total employment increased by 32%, so 10% wow. more. So that means that we had to fill this gap with more workers. So the gap was in, closed in large parts by the increase in the participation rate of women. And we've had the public system uh, here of uh, kindergartens in the, in the province of Quebec, which was just Extended to, to to all of Canada, so mm-hmm. uh, w- the, the the this economic uh, tailwind that we've had in the province of Quebec will spread across the country, which is a very good thing. It was a very uh, it was a very good policy to put in place in the 1990s here. But the arithmetic of demographics means now that seniors and seniors I'll define seniors by 65 years plus. Mm-hmm. So please don't stop this uh, podcast <laughs> or the, don't, don't don't throw stones at us. We need to put the line somewhere. <laughs> I'm using the Statistics Canada line, seniors become now every year in the population. So, there's more and more senior. And of course, you want to retire at some point. So, less and less of them, well, less of, of them are working compared to other uh, age groups. So, the result is that to meet the economic strength that we have, we need to draw more intensely on other cohorts, uh, 25 to 54 years old, 15 to 24, but also 14 years old and under.
0: Okay, so it wasn't just a feeling. uh, But when you say people are working more, are we talking record levels?
1: Yes, we are. So the employment rate. So this is let's define it first. Statscan, they they call people, they call households, they make surveys, and they ask if you work or not. And if you say that you're a worker, then you count in the employment rate, which is the number of employed divided by the population of that age group. Mm -hmm. So let's say since 2000, in the province of Quebec, The employment rate of the 25 to 54 years old, which is the core of the working age population, went from 75% to about 90%. Wow! So it was 3% out of 4 that was working in 2000. Now it's 9 out of 10. In Canada, it went from 80 to 85%. So Quebec was behind Canada, and now it's ahead of Canada. In the U.S., rather flat. It was 80% in 2000. Now it's 81%. So you see, Quebec had that growth rate that was very important, and of course, the economy, uh, the economic growth in the province of Quebec was stronger. So the problem of youth working Mm -hmm. in the province of Quebec is a bit worse than other provinces. So that's why we focus on that uh, here. If we look at the youth, so the 15 to 24 years old, again, this is the group that StatCan looks at. They don't look at 14 years and older. Yep. Uh, well, in the province of Quebec, the employment rate was 50% in 2000. So one out of two young people in the province was working. Now it's 65%. So a big jump. Yeah. In Canada, it was 55 Now it's 60 so again, okay. Quebec was behind, now it's ahead. The seniors, the employment rate was pretty low. It was about at 2-3%. Now we're getting closer to 12% in the oh. province of Quebec. So we see that seniors are tilted more and more to be working. But you know, there is a drop-off in the employment rate as you move t- towards older and older in the population. Right. So So in short... More and more, the population is getting in the senior category, and this will continue for decades. We, until two, 2050, this, uh, the importance of this age group should continue to rise. And to make up for the number of workers that is missing, well, we need to work more as a group, and we put more of that uh, weight on the, the, the shoulders of the young.
0: I see. And is this sustainable?
1: Well, uh, I would say that it's risky. Maybe okay. is it sustainable? I don't know, but I think we'll have to to live with that because demography is. Uh, is really, it's a big boat that when it starts moving, Mm -hmm. it moves with some weight and it's hard to turn and it takes, you know, years and years and years to change. So we have more productivity gains now, but we still lack workers. Mm -hmm. Uh, So in Quebec, again, the the seniors tend to work less than elsewhere in Canada, even if the gap is narrowing uh, slightly. Maybe there's a cultural uh, difference here, but, you know, the, the usual solutions that we think about, maybe taxation, giving some tax breaks to, uh, the seniors to keep them on the labor market, yep. being uh, sensitized, maybe the employers to give more flexible conditions just to accommodate uh, those that want to, to to stay because, you know, we need the wealth of knowledge that the seniors Absolutely. have, for yep. sure. But the, here again, if we if we get to the consequences for the younger folks, well, we are creating a strong competition to the education system. So if you're in high school and you can easily find work, and it's very easy now to find work. Yeah. I have teenage daughters, and for them to find work, I mean, it's uh, ridiculously uh, easy. They mm-hmm. go they go shopping, and they get jobs offered to them every single time they go shopping. Uh, so you create an alternative to the, or at least some competition to the education system, and think about the students in difficulty. And yeah. my, my wife is a high school te- teacher, and she always says that, the when they work with uh, students that have difficulty, they always realize that these difficulties are temporary. Right. But while you're in difficulties, you're more likely to drop out. So that, that, that that's the thing. So the average dropout rate here in the province is 13.5%. So that means 13.5% of the students in Quebec that go to high school, they get out without a diploma. Okay. If you break it down uh, by and the number of hours per week that are worked, the, uh, the 135 becomes 20% dropout rate if the, the kids work between 11 and 15 hours per week. Mm-hmm. And if they work 16 hours plus per week, it becomes 31%. So, one, one out of three will eventually drop out. Mm-hmm. So juggling with complex schedules is already a challenge for adults. Now, we're bringing that to, to the kids. Yep. There's, you know, physical health risks because we know that the uh, that the work accidents, the rate is higher for kids than for adults, mm-hmm. but also the mental health risks, you know, the depression risks, burnout risk, and all of that. Well, if the kids work 20 hours more per week, there have been some studies that show that uh, this rises pretty uh, steeply. So, so, this is for the, the younger kids, but even if you in universities, we hear uh, we hear teachers, we need researchers saying that there's also a, chan- a challenge now because some students do not return to complete their degree after uh, they've had an internship and they rather mm-hmm. accept their early job offers. So, you know, you have less skilled of a population. So, there's, there's good things to having a healthy labor market, but uh, let's see in the long run, if, we're, if it causes other issues uh, through the school system.
0: I see. And what can we do?
1: Well, this is up to every province to decide what they want to do with that. In the province of Quebec, they decided to legiferate on 14 years and under. This is now illegal in the province of Quebec to work if you're not 14. Uh, there are some uh, some uh, some exceptions like babysitting, uh, homework help, day camps, uh, YouTubers, funnily. They, they <laughs> (laughs) they they can do that and you know if you work in a family business uh, other than that uh, if you're between 14 and 16 years old there's a maximum of 17 hours per week that can be worked during the school calendar so those are just you know some things that were made locally here in the province of Quebec but other provinces could come up with something else but you know when you have such big challenges usually you know putting a frame around it it tends to work
0: right absolutely so In conclusion, economics is really the study of communicating vessels, so demographic challenges have all kinds of effects. And the pressure on the school system is one of the neglected pieces of the puzzle.
1: Yep, exactly. I
0: see. Well, thank you, Sébastien. Once again, very relevant to hear you. And to all listeners, thank you for being here. If you like this episode, we invite you to share it with your friends or give your opinion on the listening platforms Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. And we'll see you next week. Love this podcast? Want to know more about economic news? Follow our In Your Interests podcast, available on all platforms. Visit the Economic News page on IA.ca or follow us on social media.